Maybe. On this episode of the AIE podcast. Why join AIE? Like, really, guys? Really? Craft Fair is coming. Space is anything but boring. <clears throat> Yavin 4 is looking for a few good imps. Really? You're going to bring your demon imps over there? Is that what I heard? Star Wars Warlock. Wild Warlock. Okay. Warlock. And Red Ozato is here to talk to us about Redacted in the Secret World. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Dang it! All this and coming up more now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening and welcome to episode 231 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa-esque gaming community. The Die Has Been Podcast. This is Makala, and to my left is the lovely and adorable Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And to my right, literally, he is to my right, is the handsome and um, sophisticated Tetsemi. Hey, AIE, I do spreadsheets. <laughs> this week, we're joined by our very special guest, Rado Zato. He's here to talk to us about AIE in the secret world. Welcome, Rado. Hey, how's everyone doing? We are doing great. How are you doing tonight? And thank you, by the way, so much for uh, changing your schedule and coming hang out with us tonight. I know it's a kind of a weird thing doing a Saturday podcast, but um, Beef Master's in town. And the only time we could get together was 3 to 6 tomorrow, and that happens to be when we prep and record the podcast. So thank you so much. Uh, that's no problem. So what's been going on with you? Uh, quite a lot, because it's been a couple months since I've been on here. Um, I might have mentioned it last time, but I recently started doing Taekwondo at a local studio here. I participated in a local tournament and took first in my division there. Well, I'm in forms. Uh, next, like literally seven days from now, I at probably about this time, I will be done with participating with the state championships in Utah for Taekwondo. I'll be competing in forms there as well, and most likely doing very, very good. <laughs> I'm certain you will be. Um, after that, it's planning for participating in the national. Uh, tournament that will be uh, during the uh, July um, out in Austin, Texas. Eight. So if you happen to be in the Lehigh area next week, you can come see me. If I guess you got if you got twenty bucks and want to be a spectator, but that that's that. <laughs> awesome. Um, otherwise, been trying to keep up with a lot of various other games. Uh, Marvel Heroes, uh, Neverwinter Online, just had some new stuff. Star Trek Online's got a uh, they're pretty much getting prepped for uh, another massive uh, content update uh, with season, I think, 10, I believe it is, uh, the mm -hmm. Iconian War. And then right now, it's just waiting for when Secret World comes out with the newest content update, issue 11. Uh, uh, I think it's Harvesting the Whirlwind. I'm trying to remember what it's called. But I'll I'll talk about that later. It was that redacted. Many. It doesn't matter. It's redacted. It's fine. <laughs> Not wait to hear all the secret world news, which is you know why yep. we have you. Yep. Awesome. So Aludra, what has been going on with you, my beautiful friend? Oh well, let me see. Uh, gaming wise, I've been pretty busy. Uh -huh. I'm back in Final Fantasy, and I'm doing whirlwinds and super cool things with a with a shish kebab spear, and it's really great. They gave me a baby dragon, which I'm sure I will nurture and turn into a powerhouse Spike. of devastation. Should we start calling you Khaleesi? No, no, no. Not even close, no. Um, and there's either? been other games where I'm digging in the dirt in the Diablo season. I actually started a hardcore character. Ooh. Actually made it past level twenty on hardcore, so I'm pretty surprised. Wait. You're hardcore, hardcore. Yeah, clearly it's it's actually kind of frightening. 
Wonderful. But that's pretty much it, yeah. Not much going on around here. Cool. So, Chet, what have you, besides spreadsheets, which I know was, you know, your thing, you should see the spreadsheet I have to fill out to get a dress. What have you been doing, my dear? Uh, getting ready for the craft fair, which is coming up next weekend, which just a reminder, and we'll say it at the end, we're not going to have a podcast next weekend because craft fair. Um, other than that, just rating. Uh, we've had some fun in Blackrock Foundry. We've got four of the first ten, or four of the ten bosses down, and really good progress on Flamebender. Um, just learning to get the dogs under control, and oh, yeah. their yeah, the flame leash. We'll we'll get it done though. Um, other than that, working on just poking through all my characters that are sitting around ninety to ninety three, um, looking at their professions and looking at the upcoming. Uh, notes for six dot two, and just kind of, just kind of relaxing in game. Just kind of log in, say hi to everyone, do a little bit of garrison maintenance. Uh, you know, fly around, do some uh, trapping with Fakella uh, on one of my characters, that sort of thing. So, cool. what have you been up to in or out of game? Um, well, I've been writing, and yeah, I'm not a big fan of that fight there. Um, but we'll get there, I'm, I assured. And we did have a good time last Thursday, which is fun. We didn't go as, weren't as successful as we wanted to be, but at least we had fun and we're at least we're all together. Um, mm-hmm. Besides that, um, Phoenix Comic Con is coming up um, the last weekend of May. Um, Nevermore and I, by the way, will be showing there. Um, so I'm kind of in the middle of crafting all the things. Um, all the things. All the things. If we have screens up behind us, because if not, you would see the jewelry explosion that's back there with all the Doctor Who jewelry I'm working on right now. Um, and the headbands. And, you know, been playing D&D, and I promise I didn't get mind controlled by a mind flare and try to take out Dan Kinia, which may have been revenge for her trying to take me up the party out last week. Um, that's about it. Have to pardon the uh, baby sounds in the background there. Uh, she we wants have to be on the show, and she's very I upset know. with your actions. I know. Oh, I know. How could you let I yourself know. become mind-controlled, Michaela? Honestly. Well... I mean, I have a really huge will, but somehow the DM rolled better and he wouldn't let me resist. It was very yeah, upsetting. Yeah, you know what? He had himself a mod cloth coupon and gift certificate, <laughs> and that's all it took. And there no. he goes. <laughs> okay, no, here, no, here's the hilarious thing. Literally. What's his name, mod cloth? Hold on. Mod I got to know. <laughs> no, literally 20 minutes before, I had... My morally ambiguous rogue had lectured the party and said pretty much anybody else planning on betraying us anytime soon? Because of, you know, little, and then I'm the one that got mind controlled. Good times. Anyway, so where am I in the show notes? Awesome. There I am. Sorry about that, guys. I got lost. All right. So I think that's about it. That's been going on game-wide. So we're going to be digging into the secret world in just a few minutes. But first, let's cover this week's news. AIE News. Okay, everybody. Have you seen the new AIE website? I know you have because you all listen to the show and you're like, wow, that's amazing. What, ha- what a good job on the AIE website. Well, Cav is looking for that feedback. So head on over to the forums, give them your feedback, tell them what is and is not working for you for the new website, and let everybody know. Just looking at it and then leaving is not helping, though if there were any real big problems, I'm assuming the thread would be flooded. So there we go. It looks really good, but that's just my yeah. best opinion. I know at least and- you wonder- wants to look like how the Secret World branch looks. Yep. Ooh. (laughs) And as the weather gets nicer, remember, it's meetup season this weekend. There are two meetups, one in New Jersey and one in, shockingly enough, Phoenix. (laughs) If you want to plan to meet up on your own, head on over to meetup.com slash aleyakta s. Definitely. Um, 
And, well, if you're in WoW, you know what's going on right now. The biannual or semi-annual? I guess it's semi-annual because it's twice a year. Uh, Craft Fair is next weekend, April 25th to 26th. NAIE has a ton of events planned. Besides the Craft Fair itself, there's Coop, Fireworks, the raffle, and a lot more. Please remember to sign up for the event so the captains can be prepared. And also, I don't know if you know this, but AIE WoW has a really awesome Twitter. Um, my brain just went blank. Not Twitter. It's, it's on the show notes. It's right there. It is. No, it's a Twitter <laughs> feed, which is um, AIE underscore WoW. And Nevermore runs that. And she's really awesome about tweeting out the most up-to-date information. Like, it. Follow it. It's great. Um, and she has been crazy busy with all the craft fair stuff. Also, we need a ton of mats still for the event. There's a full list on the forums, but right now some of the big ones are Sarnite Stone and Volder Earth for blacksmithing, Solid Stone, Solid Stone, Mithril, Thorium, Cobalt, and Ghost Iron Bars for engineering, Wool Silk and Ember Silk for first aid, Azure Pigment Producing Herbs for inscription, Adamantium... Adamantite powder slash ore, small lustrous pearls, nightstone, solid stone, mithril bars, moss agate or lesser moonstone, and titanium bars for jewel crafting. Wow, we're really needy this time around, I guess. I know, right? <laughs> and thick and rugged leather for leather working. Links are in the show notes and on the AIE wiki. And uh, Takamikazuch a.k.a. Larry, still needs help for fireworks on Saturday the 25th. Um, link in the show notes. You can contact him in-game, on Twitter, on the forums. And there is so much going on for the fa- in the fair. It's best to keep your eyes and ears open in-game, forums, Twitter, any way you get your AI communication. And there is still plenty of time to help, too, and plenty of ways to help. If you see Cyrene in-game, give her a shout. She can tell you where we need assistance. All right, and in Eve, if you are not in, in Eve, Eve, okay, hold on, hold on, Eve, guys, we 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 get it. It's a long-winded game, but geez, did you guys send us a lot? Oh, I, I'm not reading this. You have to go. You have to go to these three forum posts because clearly, good lord, good lord is space politics crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's summing up. Good. <laughs> who wants to? Yeah. Uh, Hoots posted a CEO uh, address uh, address on Cuda Timberline. Um, There was an incident and things were going on. And so there's a a post explaining uh, what happened with the kill mail and what went on with that. There's also a Julius Caesar update because there was a basically recreation of the Julius Caesar moment in-game, uh, and certain people that were leading things no longer are leading things, and they are going home. Yes, AIEU, they are returning to uh, Delve, the brave and the beautiful. So um, they have left the Hero Test and Honor have left the Hero Alliance, and uh, the Hero Coalition is moving to Delve, where everything started. So uh, there are three links in the show notes for Eve. They're really good reads. Even if you don't play the game, just the politics is interesting enough. They can be turned into uh, short space novellas, let's say. But with that, I think I will let Aludra cover Star Wars. Yeah, wow, guys, space, it's big, and there's a lot of potential everywhere for everything. So there's this, but among these potentials for everything is this this movie trailer that came out this week. I don't think many of us saw it. I know my husband no, sure like, didn't watch it 15 times or anything because that would be insane. And I know nobody else is looking at for it. So uh, now is a good time to play SWOTOR with the AIE Guild as we wait for December to figure out what that trailer was all about. <laughs> And for the busy Arv, Yavin 4 is looking for a few good Imperial side tunes for their 1624 raid teams to defeat the Ancient Threat. They'll be going April 22nd at 8.30 Eastern to complete this slightly complicated quest line. You'll get several achievements and at least three, that's right, three new legacy titles from completing the quest. We'll group up and start just outside the Outlaw's Den on Tatooine. And if you're interested, post uh, in the forums, and they'll try and get you in. Because there Wait, are have, no... 
We have forums? Yeah, we totally have forums. There are awesome. no requirements to join them. Just be able to get to Yavin 4 and preferably bring a level 60 tune. So, uh-huh. Sneaky right there. See, they put in that line to discourage me from showing up on my level, like, 30-odd. Right? <laughs> right. Also from Arv, in preparation for patch 3.2... Is there is there a trailer for that? Because I'd like to see that. <laughs> right? <laughs> they're making, I'm they're sure they'll have one. Oh, yeah, definitely. But they're making an offer to any guildie who contacts him if there's a particular armor set or piece that, that you are looking for so you can have it available for the costume designer. And he has that piece, he'll let you have it. So... Be one of those folks who doesn't take charity, but uh, you can feel free to give him whatever you think is fair in trade. That is the AI spirit right there. If he, oh, he has your magical costume piece, he will give it to you and does not ask anything in return. That is awesome. That was also a little confusingly worded, so I'm sorry, sorry if I confused you. No, no, no. It's the way my brain processes. You're fine. All right, and the Aswotor Escape Podcast, number 86, Seeking Armor Sets. Somehow I still saw, saw that in the Star Trek font, not the Star Wars one. Right. Fire away, I know. Uh, this week, Sema and Max and Astromech Epic 86 talk about all the various armor sets available in the game and how you can go about chasing them down in preparation for the costume designer coming later this month. We also cover news for the week and SWOTOR in general from our guild, AIE. Catch the live podcast and chat room Monday nights around 10.30 p.m. Central Time at Twitch TV slash New Overlords. They are also, guess where, on the forums. Okay, I've got to say, with all these costume things and stuff coming out... Right? I need to start playing Star Wars. Great. No, 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 it's great, but my little farming games have had costumes for years. <laughs> and it's really sad that these MMOs are just now catching up to Harvest Moon. So... All I'm saying, though, is if there's clothes involved, there's definitely a better chance that I'll play. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Someone say Harvest Moon? Yes, Harvest Moon! I may or may not have been buried in Story of Seasons this week. So, I did not win the fashion show, but you can in SWOTOR coming up soon. So, check it out, guys. Finally, the Amazing Grace SWOTOR server-wide edition is currently in the planning stages. More info here on the forums as details emerge. Also, Patch 3.2 is expected to land on the 28th of April or thereabouts. So for Michaela, mark your calendar. Mm-hmm. Download it the night before so you can go on your fashion parade across the universe. With my copious free time. Oh, right, okay. right. I know, I know, I know, but you you're just made of free time lately and I... always feeling so wonderful, right? So <laughs> totally, totally. Um when I'm not Working 40-plus hours, cooking for a crew, getting ready for Comic-Con. Anyways, that's okay. Um, Lotro, uh, back in December, uh, Lord of the Rings Online offered some special prizes if you donated to Extra Life and um, during the holiday season. Well, Gaga Ducks had some extra extra prizes, so they posted the codes for their extra what they had left over. Um, basically, it's in the forums. First come, first serve. And guys, thank you so much for sharing your fabulous. It really is one of the things that makes AE so great is the spirit of sharing that we have. Definitely. And in Final Fantasy XIV, which Eludra is intimately familiar with, Abovan is working on something for recruiting and needs your help. He needs quotes from guildies on why to join AIE. It can be something as simple as a few sentences, but nothing too long. And here are the ground rules. No bashing other free companies, guilds, or games. Keep it positive. Family-friendly, no inside jokes or references. They are being put out there to help with recruiting people that may not be familiar with AIE, Frog Pants, Extra Life, or anything else we do here. 
If you can, try and take a picture of your character's headshot, take a headshot of your character, similar to your char- if your character were to get your picture taken for a newspaper uh, or, or something like that. And there's a link to the forum. But with that, let's get back to Radozato and find out what's going on in the secret world. Okay, first Ooh. off, Radozato, before we get started, before anything else happens, I gotta know. Are you going to be able to complete a sentence this podcast <laughs> without the world redacted? Without the word redacted? <laughs> well, let's see. We can try. A- and that's how I saved nope. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Equestria was made. <laughs> oh, I've been oh that 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 just got back onto Netflix recently. This is it's not turn. Oh God, this just turned into. I love you, people. You know this, right? <laughs> Anyhow, no. so uh, quite Apple a bit. More of, like this, you don't. Know, quite a few <laughs> things are are new to Secret World. Uh, quite a bit of it's, you know, well redacted in a, in a sense because we don't know when exactly things. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, unfortunately, when exactly is the release date of issue eleven, which is the up the upcoming content? We do know. April. Issue 11 has issues. Yeah, well, it's near completion is what we know, and they've, they've given a month of when it's released. Anyhow, um, but what has come out that is new is the new player experience. Uh, this was mm-hmm. the most recent patch that's happened since the last time I've been on here. Uh, it makes things a lot more clear and uh, better understood about how the game works. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much they were asking you know, uh, players who would become inactive or who were struggling or, or in general going like, so what's some input or some feedback about your experiences in the game? Some things were like, well, it's not abundantly clear at the beginning that, well, you need to have two weapons for whatever you're building. So, uh, so yeah, they made a, definitely. They, they, yeah, they helped fix that up. So on the, the beginning tutorial part where they're going, all right, you can try out all the weapons. That part is they've added a, a part to that where it's like, well, all right, now that you've picked your first weapon, you need to pick a second one because it's supposed to, you know, you're supposed to pair them up together mm-hmm. to help you understand that. Um, some other things is because uh, this was not as uh, this was not abundantly clear, especially with the um, the default decks that they were offering in the game. Uh, pretty much that the passive abilities don't have to be from the same weapons that you have equipped. So, for example, if you're using um, a sword and hammer, your passives can come from other areas like assault rifle, oh, really? fist, and, and things like that. All the active abilities do have to be from the, the two weapons that you have Something equipped. equipped. Well, okay, yeah, you can't swing sense. a sword if you have a shotgun. Oh, exactly. And, and a right, knife. So- like, yeah. <laughs> well, that makes our, yeah, that you definitely wouldn't be able to get the yeah the benefits that those weapons would give you, the big benefits unless you happen to equip. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That's my question. Go ahead. Did they do anything about crafting? Because even though I went through that entire tutorial twice, the crafting si- the crafting in Secret World, I just don't touch it. <laughs> well, crafting in Secret World is not exactly a thing that's like, you know, hey, let's go skill up and all that. It's more, it's a very, very simplified rudimentary thing because you're not skilling up anything. And honestly, yeah, but you end up with so much crafting materials sometimes. Yeah, I definitely do. But it's and, a lot of that. And for it to be such a small part of the game, it's like, guys, come mm-hmm. on. Well, a lot of it you put towards the consumables, so that eats and chews up a lot of those reagents. Rages that you're mm-hmm. uh, racking up. Um, so, you know, crafting system still the way it is. It's it's some it's simple once you get the hang of and understand how it works. But it's still a yeah. If you're if you've been away for a while, you kind of need to relook up how stuff was made because there's an exactly a. Unlike most other more popular common games, where it's like okay, find the thing on the list and click make because you got the stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Um, wow, that went a little hipster there for half a second. Just, oh, just warning you. Wasn't, wasn't my intent, <laughs> it's okay. Wasn't my intention, but it's like it's something I kind of agree on. Is like that's something that I kind of wish would be touched on is a, a little simpler mm-hmm. crafting system. Right. Yeah. Because it it's a, a bit odd and clunky. But some other things that were added it is and clunky it, and odd. So so here we go. Yeah, let's let's start a drive. They're taking our suggestions, so let's put them to good use. <laughs> Uh, so, 
some other changes that were made um, for people who are watching the live video or if you're watching the, the, the YouTube video later on and you're, and you're watching the screens I'm talking, uh, you you may notice that uh, some for people who've played before and are seeing now, they've added some new icons to a lot of the active abilities so that at a glance you know, hey, this is where it fits in when you're building a, a deck. Pretty mm-hmm. much it's there'll be an icon on the top of the uh, – a yellow icon on the top of the active ability to let you know this is a builder. It builds resources, whereas a, a unified simple simple icon on the yellow icon on the bottom of the ability lets you know this is a consumer. It uses up all or some, depending on the tooltip of the ability, but it lets you know mm-hmm. this is using up the resources you're building up. Uh, They also changed a couple of the leech healing abilities, at least the color of them, because normally it's been that red is a damage or attacking ability, blue is usually a buff um, or support ability, Mm -hmm. and then green is your healing abilities. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, is for leech healers, especially when you first started out, and especially because Illuminati was your default, here's the leech, the pre-existing leech deck, um... Your, all of your, if you were scrolling through, okay, where's the healer deck that the Illuminati has? You would kind of scroll past it because the color of all the abilities was red. It looked like another DPS build, especially since it was assault rifle was part of it. Uh, they changed the color of some of the abilities, so it's like, okay, this is meant to be a heal. You know, it's it's not an attack. Well, it does do damage, but it's the primary purpose of this ability is a heal. So, for an example, like my um, elite ability that I've got now called Reap and Sow used to be a red colored ability. Now it's green because that's what it does. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, also, it's always- the secret world has the most orderly graffiti I have ever seen in my life. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. That is so nice and neat and orderly. So the and bunny so man Japanese. So I know that the dragons are in there and it's like, no, dragons, chaos right over other people. And then but, so the smoking yeah. bunny man with glasses kind of scares me. Uh, yeah. he, was, he was talking to him earlier. So yeah, well, I know. I've just been looking at that wall, the, going, "That is." Yeah, his deal right. is that he was uh, from previously before the the southern section of Kaiden was unlocked. Um, you were fight. You were following the rabbit-headed killer, and he was under this. He, he was a detective who was hired to go find the, that, that person, and he's like, well, maybe if I dress up similar, I might be able to attract the attention oh, of that okay. person. And so at a mm. particular building in the in the, the middle of the city, um, he goes and snags something there, and comes over to the southern end as he continues to follow the, the, the trail of clues and leads. Okay. Uh, so, so that's why, you know, again, but still it's like, but why are you still in it? <laughs> Maybe it's really comfortable. Possibly. I'm um, going to go with that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I have to agree. It's like a nice pair of jammies. Maybe it's all fuzzy on the inside, too. And he's just like, yeah, this is okay. nice. But um, another change that happened was a lot of the um, starter decks, which is pretty much for every player when you first start the game, it's highly advisable you pick one of those and fill it out so that you have a good soloing build. And it mm-hmm. pairs up all um, two of any of the initial nine um, uh, weapons that you use in the game. But one thing that they changed about those decks is it used to be that all the abilities you know, were found in the, um, the two weapons that were involved to help both with survivability and to also, uh, as I mentioned before, that you can use passives from other areas. The passives from the starter decks now come from other weapons, which a unifying thing I've noticed with a lot of the starter decks is um, the passive from Fist, uh, which is a, like a, a cheap one-point ability called Lick Your Wounds, which pretty much every time you hit with a, um, an attack, it give, gives you a stacking heal over time effect um, that will that will heal you um, every second for three seconds, and this effect can stack up to four times. So pretty much, as long as you keep hitting something, you keep passively healing yourself. That way you don't have to go like, oh, I've got to make sure i got a weapon that heals. It's like, oh no, as long as I just keep hitting bad guys, I can st- stay alive. Gotcha, so they move the attributes from the weapon to the character, <clears throat> which makes more sense, because then you can pick which weapon you're more um, interested in than well, I have to use this. Lick Your Wounds, the passive, has always existed. It's just that in the starter decks, they wouldn't consider 
putting lick your wounds in as one of the the seven passives, unless it was right. the decks that included the fist weapon. Now all the starter decks are including it because it's like for one point over there you have a self heal. Go get it. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, another thing that they added in here is um, in order to quickly travel across the map before, you had to go, okay, you know, look up on the map of, okay, where's the closest animal well to that place? Type in the, cl- the command slash reset, which would kill your character, and you have, then you'd go pick which animal well to go to respawn at, and then just res from there. Well, to kind of just um, stop that, because it did um, damage gear, but to also right. simplify things, because it the, the roundabout trade-off effectively is about the same, is now whenever you have unlocked uh, an animal well on the map, you can click on it, and then you just pay a, a pretty much a relatively small amount of packs, the in-game currency, um, and you'll be teleported there instantly. So, for example, mm-hmm. you know, I'll buy the, that bunny man over there. I want to head over to the, the west side of uh, the map over at Susano's Diner. So I just go click right. on that. just verifies, hey, do you want to spend it? Nice little light show, you sink into the ground, and Ready. you'll pop up right in the other spot. Oh, neat. Oh, nice. So it's so, like a clicky-clicky. Yeah, so it's a lot nicer, a lot faster, and it's not a... And it's, not a it's not, oh, there's a command you have to type in to teleport. It's like, no, just open up the map. There's where I want right. to go. Go. Okay, so, like, all right, go hang out at the noodle shop. Uh, let's see. Let's see the... Um, as I mentioned before, the newest content is scheduled for some time this month. It hasn't come out yet, but hopefully next week or the week following, because it's still April. But um, what uh, is available either through Steam or just in-game is you can buy a bundle that has all of the um, later um, additions to the Tokyo or Kaiden map content. Mm-hmm. Uh it is the, let's see, what's it called? It's the Fall of Tokyo content. Uh, pretty much you can buy it for $20. Now, one caveat I want to mention with this is one thing I have read with forum posts when they were announcing this is that there will be a prorated price for this big bundle. If you've bought mm-hmm. the previous bits, then you'll be charged less if you're trying to get this this final part uh, for the for the collect of the collector's edition. So one caveat when I say that it's twenty dollars, that might be the actual price or that might be my prorated price because I've Got bought collector's editions before. So that's one caveat I give, but it is a it's a bundle pack where you can get um uh the the two major uh, portions of the uh, the fall of Tokyo and then the two side story um, additions to that as well as pre buy the upcoming thing that's coming out later on this month. Um, okay. and in addition, it comes with a um, Orochi tank pilot outfit, so you can look like the NPC quest giver uh, Kurt Buster Kurzjak and run around like a effectively a um, Upper end red shirt of Orochi Corporation. As long as it's not the bunny outfit. <laughs> um, let's see. Unla- <laughs> wow, that is that is, is a that is a direction for a look. I'm going to admit, right there, the chef. That is wow. definitely yeah, like a it. way to look. You can tell. I'm sticking with my t-shirt and tiara, though. Personally, is this in real life or in gaming? Um, well, I do have my, my, my real tiara right here, but my in-game tiara is all diamonds and stuff. So, in the secret world. so There you go. That's a good look for you. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyhow, uh, so you, you can buy, you can pre-buy the, the next thing. Um, unlike some of the previous content updates, uh, issue 11, Reaping the Whirlwind, is going to include the dungeon for the Kaiden map, because all mm-hmm. the other maps in Secret World as you're going through, there's a dungeon in each map. Well, Kaiden hasn't had one yet. I mean, we've known it's going to exist, we've known where it's going to be, but it hasn't mm-hmm. been accessible this whole time. Um, in addition, the, the layer, which we kind of know where it's going to be, is going to mm-hmm. also be accessible, but 
Uh, they have they've kind of started shying away from any details about the layer entirely, especially since the last time they were talking about layers, they're also talking about that there'll be some kind of a change with how layers function as far as I believe um, the summons go. Um, but they haven't said anything, so I don't know if that's been scrapped, put on hold, or what. But me personally, I'm looking forward to the the Kaiden layer, uh, though not to downplay the dungeon in any way, shape, or form, because the dungeon is going to be Orochi Tower, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty much the headquarters of you know that whole corp- of the of the eight corporation, you know, the eight companies that. Um, you know, banded together to make the corporation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll, we'll, we'll, what will happen is different floors. It's going to be a, dyna- a dynamic dungeon, so it's going to be random what floors you interact with as you go along. Uh, so each one will have uh, um, themed floors for Zali, Psycoil, Zagan, Manicore Research Group, um, An- Anansi Technologies, Faust Capital, QBL Media, and Plethron, which are the, the eight uh, companies. So, like, you go to a different, pl- you know, a different spot, and the, the whole place is thematic to that company. As you're mm-hmm. busting around, like their R and D areas, their office cubicles, and things like that. Um, um, they'll also have monsters and soldiers and troops that are thematic to what they kind of focus in. Um, another thing that's changed in uh, pretty, not game-wise, but kind of voice of what's happening in the game. Uh, Joel Bylos, who was uh, he was a, one of the close people who was working with the initial design work of The Secret World, he got mm-hmm. a promotion to pretty much be the main director of all the stuff with Funcom. And he'd oh, been quite he's been quite busy for the last year do i think he's been doing that for about a year now the the the, the that that promotion but he's been busy juggling all you know pretty much juggling all those plates and keeping them all spinning um recently i'm not 100% sure if this is applicable to the other funcom games but i assume so so joel is still um the 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 head developer but now the lead um community manager for secret world sezra is dealing with the monthly updates of what's going on mm-hmm. um if people are interested in that you can always go to um, the secret world site or tune into the aie forums i generally will do a link to that and post my commentary of what i think of you know my interpretation and what i'm excited for about any of those so it's you know a good nice thing of like hey here's the thing and here's what here's Rado weighing in on yeah. it all right, it's kind of the here. It is, here's what it is. Here's the gist of it. Here it is in non-funcom. Yeah. Here's That's no. awesome because sometimes, even though they don't need to be, there can be a lot of babble in there that people are like, "What?" Like cut to the chase here. Or yeah, exactly, you need no- a translation. Or sometimes, like I've been noticing, they've been talking about this. So instead of going, "Oh, they've said it yet again," it's like, "Yeah, they've repeated this part as, from previous months." Right. Uh, but that's pretty much how that's going. And um, Cesar's, you know, given a most recent update. Of like, you know, it's you know, that's when they said April's once coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. um, we should also be getting, um, unless something else happens, we should also be getting the the delayed um, auxiliary item that's supposed to be found in the previously not going to be. I'm going to continue to be vague location in right. Kyle, where you can find bunny cap outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have speculated what it is. A lot of people are very keen on it's some kind of a magic mirror because in the rotation of auxiliary weapons, the, a magic auxiliary weapon is the next one in rotation. Mm-hmm. So that, a lot of hints have been pushing towards that. But as for right now, right this second, if you log in this weekend, um, they're doing the power weekend uh special thing which i'm also going to see you know it's another reason why i'm a little you know not too terribly surprised that the new content hasn't been released yet because they want people to get in and get some you know some final pushes and boosts of stuff before um the the new content comes out so a little um my guess is most likely this coming tuesday since most games update on tuesdays is probably when that's going to come out but right now, uh, Power Weekend is going on, which is if you go do any of the PvP events and stuff, you get extra marks for that. If you do any of the Nightmare Dungeons, extra marks for that to be able to get the special upgradable gear there. 
Um, if you are working, if you want to work on your Aegis system stuff, which is the special shields that um, are unlocked and introduced in the Kaiden map, um, you'll get extra research, like 50% extra research per kill um, while you're killing monsters out here so that you can, you know, a little more speedily, especially when you're in the upper tiers of improving your Aegis um, gear, uh, being able to uh, improve it a lot um, better and faster and being able to reach the, the next or final tier of, of the power for that. Um, on top of that, uh, they do have a effective recruit-a-friend program going on. Um, mm-hmm. If you have any Act, uh, if, if for anyone who's act, who has bought the game before, you can refer a friend, and if they buy the game, if, if they've received the invite before the 20th, which is the end of the, the Power Weekend, um, if they've received the invite before the 20th, and they, bought, and they buy the game within 30 days of using that invite, the person mm-hmm. who did the referral gets a free month of subscription status. Oh, that's um, sweet. Plus you'll get... Um, a, a, a free month of veteran uh, uh, currency, which can be used to buy specific special items that people who constantly are referring people or are constantly being subscribed to get that currency as a, a monthly uh, basis. So oh, very nice. you know, if, you're, if you're interested in getting a friend in, uh, you can go into that. If you're interested in trying it out um, and you're on the live show, I can linger on and help help people out for that or again talk to you know contact people in the aie forums that play that play this game and they can help you out too so many ways in plus again uh uh as as mentioned before uh, as that you know this is a buy to play game so once you've bought the game you don't have to keep a subscription going to keep playing but there are perks for if you do go with the subscription option but it's not mandatory similar to guild wars mm-hmm. 2 if anyone's familiar with that game though i don't believe there's any subscription option on that no it's more like um the dungeons dragons online where it's free to play but if you do the subscription then you get extra perks yep and um let's see Though I was trying to find it earlier, but maybe I'll I'll tease this to the chat room later or in some post show. Um, there was a revival of the Golden Weekend where there was um, some special outfits, plus the outrageously priced gold outfits were brought oh, down yeah. to realistic prices. Because normally right. there's there's a bunch of uh, outfits that are all gold colored and themed, and right. they're quote-unquote normal price is um, oh, it's, it's like 200 bucks of real-world money. But, oh, when, yeah. like, but when like a golden weekend's going on, they come down to the normal price that a normal outfit would be, which is about like, okay, 10 bucks-ish. <laughs> um, let me see if I can find it real quick so I can give it an example. So, so for example, the extra heavy metal, um, 12,000 Funcom points. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, a normal oh, ballistic veil outfit is just 1,200. Right. Gotcha. So when ah, a Golden oh, Weekend happens... Oh, doctor looks cool. Yeah. So, like, when gold, <clears throat> a Golden Weekend happens, extra heavy metal and style and guilt get lower in price. Lower to, normal priced. Yeah. But otherwise, it's like, it's there, but if you really do want to burn that much money but yeah um what they had was a i can't remember the name of the outfit but it's like a jet setter or i don't think it was jet setter but it was something that started with an f but it was uh pretty much it's this fashion set where if it's for um the pieces are gender specific well they're they're gender smart i guess you can say mm-hmm. so if you, you have the same named piece but if your character's male it unlocks X piece. If you're female, it unlocks Y piece. Right. Um, for the guy, it's pretty much like a leisure um, robe. Uh, I'd say like think Hugh Hefner-ish kind of style. Um, like outfit. a smoking jacket. Yeah, smoking jacket and things like that. Um, female, however, it's pretty much bunny outfit. But not the bunny outfit from earlier in the video, earlier. but bunny as in I was referencing Hugh Hefner earlier. Right, so a Playboy bunny bunny. Yeah. But what if you really want it, if you're a female and really want to wear the smoking jacket? Sadly, no smoking jacket. Oh, yeah. But, you know, they've, um, there are, I know within the Funcom 
uh, forums, they do have like a an ongoing thread of a suggestion for outfit stuff. And there yeah. have been things where some people say like, well, we want male and female, male or female versions of certain things, and those have come out. So it's like cool. you know, if the you know if there's enough demand of people going, we want this thing, you know, shut up and take my money, you know, right, right. Make- exactly. So Very that's. Cool pretty much the all the things that have been going on here so awesome. hopefully in the near future we'll will will the other th- another big thing about this upcoming um issue is story-wise for those who have reached this point we're getting to about the point of the tail end of uh carpathian fangs which is the last zone of transylvania so everything's going to come to a head and then they're going to hint or reveal where it is in the world we're going next great some okay other secrets are supposed to be revealed as well like so what exactly does it mean to be one of the quote bees which is what they kind of uh-huh. refer what some of the non-magical well some of the non-anima infused people refer to our characters Mm-hmm. Right. You no, know, it's like you know. What are some of the side, of, you know, the other side effects, the long-term side effects of being one of these anima-infused people? Right. Uh, so you know, a lot of things are out there, and a lot of secrets will be revealed, and we'll find out about where we're going to go. Some possible things that have been hinted before that I'm aware of: um, Africa or I believe Ireland are two possible contenders, but there could be something else entirely. That definitely both of those are going to have a good um, chunk of mythology to play with, and two very yeah. different mythologies as well. Definitely. But um, Africa was mainly on a event that happened that focused around uh, some Orochi stuff in uh, Solomon Island, whereas the first Halloween event um, where they had the cat god, that mm-hmm. kind of led toward this an, an NPC you deal with where they make this ominous speech where you're going to meet them again we haven't met them again mm-hmm. so, right. and all the stuff he was dealing with is dealing with like the Irish stories of the cat god so gotcha. you know either way is going to go because the Orochi stuff from an earlier event is like well, there's some sp- crazy stuff going on in Africa whereas mm-hmm. holiday events have gone like well we're going to see this person again so right right kind of flip a coin see which way they're going to go with it yeah or, or you know, there's completely different because it's a secret world, and they like to um, throw you for a loop. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Um, very dragon of them. Very dragon. Okay. Oh, um, very much. So. <laughs> All right. So uh, last week we had a question. Well, actually, last time because we had Valzarius on, we had a question of the week, which is, "What is your favorite board game?" So I. Um, said best board game, well, card game, Munchkin, hands down. If you've been at our house when there's been a Munchkin game going on, you know, it's pretty vicious. Um, however, Eludra's co-host, Al the Mage, replied with, nope, best card game is easily Cards Against Humanity. Uh, Elzarius, our guest, uh, last time said favorite board game, Swords and Sorcery by SPI. And, of course, he was sweet enough to link a link to the game. Uh, Vakella, um said Nightmare. I don't know if you guys ever played this game. It's a video. It's an old video board game back on VHS, and it, it was a hoot. We used to play it in college. Um, the lovely Arlena the Hunter says Trivial Pursuit, and uh, Kevin Oldscratch gave us Settlers of Catan. They get, he gave it to you? Whoa. I wish. No, he, he told us his favorite was uh, Settlers of Catan. So what do you yeah. have for us, Aludra? Well, uh, Matthew Serta, beef master to the rest of us mortals, says the mousetrap game, solely from trying to set up the trap right. And then you have to not breathe on the table. So I totally know what he's talking about. Um, Keeney says that if I have to pick just one, I'd say Clue. John Gardner says, I love me a good na- game of Monopoly, and that, thanks, thanks so much, Cyborg, <laughs> for this. Wadu <laughs> says, Tokaido, a competition to see who has the most fulfilling Ooh. vacation. Needs a Route 66 reskin, though. <laughs> that sounds like a great game. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that is fun. That does sound fun. <laughs> And and what I like is everyone had a different answer, and that wasn't intentional. We didn't filter anything out. Everyone else responded with with a different answer, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. 
And in honor of the secret world, we have a new question of the week. What is your favorite conspiracy theory? I have so many. Can I I answer more than once? No. (laughs) One very popular that I've heard a couple people say is that evidently I do have a face. (sighs) Ah, but you wouldn't show it to us. Never. Not even the live chat room. No faceless auto. That is pretty funny. Oh, there's the funny costume of the Playboy variety. All right. Well, thank you, Rado, so much for joining us tonight. That is our show. While the chat room begins suggesting titles, uh, we want to, um, Rado, how can we find you besides in the secret world without a face? Um, A common place you can uh, see a lot of stuff that I'll either update people on or, you know, things I want to comment about. Uh, You can follow me over on, you can always follow me on Twitter. at Radozato. Um, also, uh, a really good homepage you might want to, or blog page you want to check out is Across the Board Games. Especially recently, there was an article they put out, um, good for both players and GMs, where it's like, how, you know, how's it, what's some good te- techniques and, and tricks for spreading attention across all the players equally without oh, like that's... giving all the limelight on particular people? And some of the techniques in list, you know, getting some of those veterans who are pretty good at, at easily taking that limelight. So it's like, hey, right. can you help me out on this? So it's a really uh, cool thing. Uh, you can see, if you're interested, you can check the show notes for address for the, the address on that. It's a lot of good, uh, both reviews and opinion pieces about gaming of all different natures. We might have to send that, well, you know, we have a a Facebook page for our D&D group. I might have just to link that there since we do have people that love to play lots of games. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that is awesome. Okay, I'm going to try to get through this without coughing. So, if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at Aludra underscore AIE. How do I mangle it this time? Wow. <laughs> MK. <laughs> She's okay is at Cyberwave. And Sammy is at I Am Tiger. We uh, record live with video every Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern, well, 5 p.m. Pacific. Normally every Sunday, but this time it was Saturday. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know what? I, I got ahead of myself right there. Yep, every Sunday. Sorry, Sunday, typically. You can join us in the chat room and, or play along with us on our website, theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including Ask Amagus, Ask Miss Mulgra, and for the WoW AIE Craft Fair, a Coop Preview. That'll be interesting to listen to. Definitely. Oh, yeah. How do you preview a coop? Well, they did the recording from a last pre- uh, last coop, so just kind of give people an idea of what they're in for. Cat herding? Really? And you, you recorded the right? cat herding? Meow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So next week, we're going to be taking the week off just because of the AIE craft fair and... I intend to be brain dead by then. I apologize. But in two weeks, we're going to have Hoots, who's going to talk to us all about Eve. And boy, just from the update we got, there was a ton to catch up on. So until then, AIE, so much. This is Makala. This is Aludra. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Thramka, and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, what happens to all the noble garden eggs that never get found? Although I have never participated in the noble garden festivities, I will not let that stop me from telling you all about them. Apparently, These beautiful noble garden eggs may produce shiny new holiday-themed loot. But let me address the question-asker's sneaky trick question. 
Everyone knows you must sit on a noble garden egg for one hour to hatch it. If you sit too long, it disappears and no loot for you. Therefore, there are no leftover eggs. I will warn the mages, however, to watch out for April Fool tricksters. If a mage sits on the wrong noble garden egg, he may be polymorphed into a cute fluffy bunny for his trouble. I am Miss Mugger, and that is my advice. The Kamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Thanks to Abaton Aberday from Wormrest Accord for this week's question. Welcome, this is Dedorin with another edition of Ask Amagus. This week's question is What's the difference between a regular undead person and an undead death knight? Now, most people believe that undead death knights are people who were undead, died, and then got re-resurrected as death knights. Sadly, that is not the case. Undead death knights are, quite frankly, mistakes. You see, resurrecting somebody into a death knight is a very careful process. And what happened was, Arthas was a cat person. Surprisingly, even after he went evil, he had plenty of cats. And usually when he tries to resurrect Death Knights, he keeps the cats outside. But sometimes the cats get really hungry and annoy the heck out of him. And during this time, he stops two or three times because they are that annoying. So, unfortunately for all those undead death knights out there, you have to blame cats. Send your questions to Ask Amagus on Twitter. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Mega Mini cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I gave a brief rundown over the Aurigorger encounter from the Black Rock Foundry raid. We used two tanks, five healers, and a mix of ranged and melee DPS. Aurigorger is a two-phase fight with phase one having him tanked in one spot while the raid deals with certain mechanics while grouped up into two groups and phase two having Aurigorger playing Pac-Man while the raid runs through the maze destroying ore crates. So in phase one, we have a ranged group which includes heals and a melee group which includes tanks. On this fight, I prefer to spec into Sacred Shield and in addition to beacons, keep one on both tanks arranged and on myself. With three holy powers up, I pop a Light of Dawn to help heal the raid. Otherwise, I spot heal the raid via Holy Light and Holy Shocks. Now this is one fight where you can go with either Light's Hammer or Holy Prism. For me, it's Holy Prism because of all of movement in Phase 2. While the tanks are tanking Aurigorger, he'll hit them with Acid Torrent, which inflicts not only physical damage to the tank, but does a ton of AoE nature damage to the raid. The damage done to the raid can be reduced dependent on the amount of damage mitigation that the tank receives, like a Hand of Sacrifice, wink wink. Often the boss will drop Wretched Black Rock onto the range, which is a black circle causing major nature damage. Simply move out of it and pop your Light of Dawn or drop a Light's Hammer if folks are low. In addition to the two mentioned abilities, there's a ton of minor AoE damage going out which either needs to be healed through or interrupted. Save raid and healing throughput cooldowns for Phase 1 when the raid takes most of its damage and have your speed buffs or talents primed and ready for Phase 2. Once Orgorger runs out of mana, Phase 2 begins and he immediately starts rolling through the maze in search of mana, which is found inside the ore crates. Couple of things to take note of. All DPS is stopped on the boss and focus on DPSing down as many ore crates as possible to refill Orgorger's thirst for mana to get the fight back into phase one. During phase two, it's important for us to avoid being rolled over by Orgorger, otherwise it's a one shot. So anyway, try and plan your movements based on his location and positioning. Besides being one shotted, the only other damage comes from when the boss runs into the walls, causing nature damage from earth shaking collision, which ramps up the longer you remain in phase two. During this phase, I focus on staying out of Orgorger's random moving pathway. I keep sacred shield up on folks and use holy prison to spot heal the raid when folks run behind them. Because of all the movement, I spot 
Hot Heel folks with Flash of Light and Holy Shocks. I'll group up with DPS on the crates to use a Light of Dawn when three Holy Powers up. If yourself or someone happens to make a wrong turn, which can happen as you're learning the fight and you find yourself face to face with Orgorger, use a Hand of Protection or Divine Shield to prevent a splat. When Phase 2 ends, it's back to Phase 1 and it's rinse and repeat. Once you get used to the movement in Phase 2, it's a fairly simple fight and you'll be certain to get your kill. Hope this helps out and good luck. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFP and Mark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Hi there, this is Grimcow. Just a brief message to let everyone know about this weekend's Coop Run that will take place following day one of the Craft Fair on Saturday the 25th. What is Coop, you ask? It stands for Creamy Orange Otter Pop, and it is our code word for fun, mayhem, and massive violence upon the Alliance. We will gather at the Goblin Blimp of Death in the slums of Orgrimmar at 8 p.m. server. We ride at 9. Come join us as we bring some love to the Alliance. Loktar Ogar! Hello everyone, this is Turbo Addiction with This Week in AIU. Sorry for all the infrequent updates. There's been so much happening that anything I would have reported recently would have been changed within days or sometimes even hours after I would have recorded it. With all this, my schedule, I've not had time to record as much as I would have liked to. I hope to record more frequently and get out a weekly This Week in AIU. Now for a quick rundown of everything that's happened. We moved our high campus from Jangar to Ladi Daha and from there to a small pocket in Aridia on the Brave Hero Coalition side of the news. The call was made for us to evac catch and move to Aridia. We had a very short stint in Aridia and are now on our way to Fountain and are currently setting up shop in YZTAC LQL, a Serpentus NPC Null Pocket. On top of this, there's been Game of Thrones levels of politics going on, with Licton being dethroned and then reclaiming the throne of Alliance CEO. There's been much drama going on in every single direction you can look. If you wish to learn more about any of these events, check out the Mike Life forums. There, you can also get a free trial or ask any questions you may have about Eve and us. If you wish to join AIEU, you can check out our wiki or the forum. You can follow me at Turbo Addiction. And remember, citizens of Eden, stay classy, nerf diplomacy, and buff war.